Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amen at charis.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at charis.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. How do I tap into a prophetic atmosphere, a prophetic word? How does it work for me? How do I get a prophetic declaration to work for me? Do you understand what I'm saying? God, the divine speed is for everyone, but some people can tap into it easily. When a prophetic word comes, what do you do? How do you get it to work for you? So how do I tap into a prophetic word? Before I say anything about that, I want you to know, according to 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse, let's look at it, 17. How many of you are familiar with this? It, I think it will make a good reading, isn't it? Why don't we give it a go? The only, only wise God, he alone is wise. All the other, any other one is foolish. Anyway, he said this, then see what he said afterwards. The verse 18. This charge I commit to you, son Timothy. Say son Timothy. Son Timothy. That's not his natural son, okay? By son in the Lord. Son Timothy. According to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them might wage a good warfare. So when prophecies go over your life, you don't just ignore them. It changes. It's like a woman who had just gotten pregnant. It changes a lot. Even her looks begin to change. So your approach to life must be reinterpreted by the prophetic word. Now, Bible says in Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, all right, let's read it. Let's go. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken or shall he not make it good? Do you see that? So when God says it, he will do it. When he speaks it, he shall make it good. All right? So every prophetic word is just waiting for manifestation. God speaks because he will do it. Do you understand that? He, he says it because he will do it. He speaks it because he will make it good. So prophetic word is not to show how someone can say it. Prophetic word is to show what God intends to do. It's to tell you what is about to be manifested. Did you understand what I'm saying? And so it's very important. God speaks so he will do and so just to give you a simple another testimony in the Bible is in Genesis chapter 21 verse 1 very beautiful testimony about God's prophetic word Genesis chapter 21 verse 1 shall we all read it together let's go one more time everybody Did you notice that every what he did what had to do with what he said? 
right. He visited. Why did God visit Sarah? Because he said he was going. All right. And why did uh, why did God do unto Sarah? Just as he has spoken. So a prophetic word is given for manifestation. Prophetic word precedes divine actions. Prophetic word always precedes divine actions, divine manifestations, divine activities, divine doings. So God did unto Sarah as he has spoken, as he has said. God visited Sarah as he has said and did unto Sarah as he has spoken. All right. So when God speaks, he will do it. Amen. Amen. The Bible talks about how Sarah conceived and bore a child. Now, so what are the, I just wrote down five things to do. To tap or to step into prophetic fulfillment or to step into the prophetic word. To enjoy fulfillment of the prophetic word. Five things, just I wrote down just five to help somebody. Somebody is blessed. Hallelujah. Number one, someone shout faith. Faith. Shout faith. Faith. Hallelujah. Listen, for you to tap into a prophetic word, it requires faith on your part. Romans chapter 4, verse 19, 20, and 21. How Abraham, um, when God spoke to him, he did not consider his own body dead, nor uh, being not weak in faith. Let's say not weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead. When he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Alright. He wasn't weak in faith. So guess what? Let's flip it on the other side. What would have happened if he was weak in faith? It may look like God didn't mean what he said. You understand what I'm saying? So God means what he says and he can deliver what he says. But it behooves somebody to release your faith. To receive, believe that this thing will happen. Believe that you are getting sweet. Believe that your healing is now. Believe it. Release your faith. He says, hear O Israel. Alright, let's finish, then I'll go back to there. So verse 22, 20, verse 20, look at the verse 20. Put it there. Said, he staggered not at the word, the promise of God through unbelief. So what does it mean to stagger? Uh, you, know, you know what it means to stagger? You, you, are, you, are, you are not steady. You kind of, you're, you are unstable, you are flaky. You know, today you are here, tomorrow you are there. You are, you are not sure. Today you are excited about it, tomorrow you are down. You, you you, today you, are, you think maybe it will work tomorrow. No, 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 no. So, did God say it? Then don't stagger. Abraham did not stagger at the promise of God. Abraham did not waver at the promise of God. The devil will try to get you to waver. Because sometimes it gets to a point it looks like, mm, is this my miracle coming? Or, I think maybe I should forget about this whole thing and believe God for something else. Don't waver. If God said he will heal you, he will heal you. 
If you are believing God for that marriage, then believe God too. Praise the Lord. The devil just wants you to give up. The devil just wants you to waver. The devil just wants you to worry. And as, as, long, as long as you worry, you disqualify yourself. Abraham did not stagger. He did not waver at the promise of God. But was strong in faith. All right? He was strong in faith. But was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Did you see the faith factor? Look at verse 21. He says that, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. That's, that's what changed everything. So when you come here and we are saying that God is doing this here, you should, please, release your faith there and then. Don't wait that when I go home, maybe. Listen, this is very important. Some people postpone the releasing of their faith. And sometimes it is pegged to something. So they are, I'm, I'm expecting, okay, if God's really going to do it. Um, they, they told me they will call, call me tomorrow. I'm looking for it. If they call, then what pastor is saying is really true. Then I can believe, begin to believe for the rest. All right. As soon as you hear the word, release your faith. Release your faith. Connect yourself to it. All right. Now, so when you are releasing your faith, when you are releasing faith to a prophetic word, three or four, I think I wrote down four. Three things that will happen. Oh, quickly. One, number one, it must influence what you say. Are you getting it? Faith. Under faith, what do you do to constitute your faith, releasing your faith? Number one, your language must change. Talk about it. Sing about it. Shout about it on the rooftop. Don't be silent about it. You don't need the permission of someone to talk about what God will do for you. Some people won't understand you. They won't agree with you. It's their problem. It's not theirs. It's yours. And thank God he didn't give your mouth to them. He said, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. So if you don't say it, say God has said, so we, we may boldly say Hallelujah. Amen. God has said it so we may boldly say. So say it. Your confession. Are you expecting a child? Start talking like that. Are you expecting a, a better job? Start talking like that. Are you expecting to buy a house? Start talking about the house. Talk about it. Speak about it. They said now there's no one is able to buy a house anymore. Say, oh really? Wow. That's interesting for them. The exempt yourself. That's interesting for them. Now I'll invite you for dinner. In my own house. But purchased with my name on it. Amen. Amen. Talk like that. Talk like that. Talk, you won't be in debt. Talk I won't be in debt. I won't be in debt. Talk debt free. They're telling that nowadays it takes several months, several years for this to happen. Tell them, no, I have divine speed. Now, even that is not a holistic reasoning, but let's take it from just the surface. If you are t- I'm applying for a product from you, and I need it by next week, my, I'm releasing my faith, I'll get it by next week. I'll, I'll, this house will be released for me, I'm buying it to release for me. 
And then you tell me that usually we don't do it like that. Normally it takes about six months to do it. And I said, but I need it for next week. I'm believing God. That's what I know. It must happen for me next week. And he, I tell you, he says that it doesn't happen like that. We don't do it like that. Uh, and I'm saying that it's going to be like that for me. The, uh, the reasoning is this. This is the logical reasoning. The logical point I'm trying to make. If it doesn't happen that week, what do I lose? If I had not spoken to that, even maybe been the way you are going to say anyway. So if I speak, I have the opportunity of pulling down God. Or if I, I don't pull him down, then I fall into the range of what you are telling me. So if I don't even speak, I don't even gain anything as a matter of fact. But if I speak, I stand the opportunity of gaining and whoever heard me to, God is going to make a statement to them. Do you understand what I'm saying? So release your faith by speaking. Release by faith by speaking. Listen, if you hear anybody who has been coming to church or has heard me speak rubbish, tell them shame. S-H-A-M-E. Shame. For example, as for me, I don't think there's any value in my life. Shame on you. Shame. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Don't be saying some things. Proverbs chapter 12. Yesterday we read it. Verse 14. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 14. He said, a man shall be satisfied with good for the fruit of your lips. Whose lips? Not somebody of your own. What you are saying is what determines what you will enjoy in life. You see that? A man shall be satisfied with good by the fruits of his lips. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, you have to speak it out. All right. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 14 says that a man shall be satisfied with good by the fruits of his lips. So, speak it. Someone say, speak it. So, if you have faith, to release your faith, for instance, they said God has told us this amount of divine speed. God about it. You don't need to be telling everybody. Some people it's not necessary. You are wasting your breath and you are actually exposing yourself to satanic attack. They, they, will, they will give you intellectual reasons why what you are saying is nonsense. <laughs> they will kill your faith. So speak it. Speak it. All right. Speak it. Mean it. Speak it. Speak. Bible talks about how God has said, um, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, God has said, I will never leave you himself. Verse 6 says that so that we can boldly say. All right. So the reason why God's word is there, the reason why God speaks is so that you can say it to see it happen. So if you don't say it, what God has said will never happen. That's how to release your faith. Shout hallelujah. So, Speak it. That's how to release your faith. Speak. Speak God's word. Speak speed. Someone say speak speed. Speak speed. That's why I made us sing that song a long time. This is my day of joy. My day of joy. That's why anytime I'm preaching, I ask you, say something. Say it. Someone learn something. So for the prophetic word to be manifested over your life, you must release your faith. Number two, alignment. Alignment. Someone say alignment. Alignment. Say alignment. alignment. 
What does it mean? What do I mean by alignment? Begin to reposition yourself. Align yourself to the things that will, will facilitate all that. So if you are expecting, if you are believing God for a child, or if you are believing God for a job, begin to align yourself to places that there are jobs. When you are making plans, uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to travel to China next um, May, 20, on the 4th of May. But now that I'll be working, maybe I have to postpone it. So uh, start planning, aligning yourself to the things that you're expecting. Like an expectant mother. She begins to do something. So it's very important. And then check the things that you are, you are allowing around you. The things that you are doing. The things that you are saying. So the things you say, all the, make sure that your, your entire approach is brought in alignment with what you're expecting, what God has said. Does that make sense? Yes. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then number, number three is a very important one. Association. Everybody say association. Association. Luke chapter 1 verse 39. What does it say? Let's all read it all out together. This after the angel told her you are going to get pregnant, she received it. The verse 38, she received it. After the angel had left, she got up from the house and went in those days, arose in those days, and went into the hill camp with how? Quickly. She didn't waste time. That's part of the alignment. But with haste into the city of Judah. For what? Go to the next verse. Where did you go? Now, he said the house of what? Zacharias. This is a whole, another message. The house of Zachariah. This is the house of Elizabeth. House of Zachariah, the man of the house. House of Zachariah. He entered into the house of Zacharias. Anyway, she was going to Elizabeth. So she went and said hello to Elizabeth. Now, look at the verse 36. Look at verse 36. Verse 35 said, how can this be since, verse 34, how can this be since I know no man? The angel said, the Holy Spirit shall come upon you, and the power of the highest shall overshadow you, and therefore that uh, Holy Son of God. Verse 36, watch this. Then, behold, your cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age. Say old age. Old age. It's very important. It doesn't take time. It does, it does, what does it take? She has conceived in her old age, which is a big news. Serious issue. Old age. And this is her six month, uh, this is the six months with her who was called barren. Everyone, she was a certified barren woman. She was they know her. So her problem was publicly known. It was known that she's barren. Now angel said for your information, people don't know about it, but she's six months pregnant. So the, when the angel left Mary, what did she do? She got up in haste, went to Elizabeth's. Went to hang around someone who has received the kind of thing she's looking for. She got up, went there in haste. The angel said, Elizabeth has already received her testimony. <laughs> so she got up in haste and look at the verse, uh, I think 56. Yeah, verse 56. Look at verse 56. Look at that. And Mary abode with her about three months. Wow. And returned to. So when she went, she didn't come back home. She changed her association. Before they tell Mary, why do you think you are pregnant? She left them. Her first trimester was spent with the person who has got the same miracle. It's very important. She left the, her terrain. She left her territory. Changed her association. 
You are receiving prophetic word. Meanwhile, you are always working with people who claim to be going to church, but they don't even believe anything about God. They are theoretical theists, believers, but they are practical atheists. Be careful who you affiliate yourself with. It can poison and choke and may cause you to miscarry that prophetic seed. If you refuse to acknowledge the thing you are carrying, you end up miscarrying. Because you hang around wrong people, you hang around wrong people, and where you hang around will invariably influence you. Why do you think she got up to? Immediately she went to her cousin Elizabeth. I know, I, I bet you, she, I, I guarantee you, but Elizabeth will not only be, will not be the only relative. She should have actually gone to her mom. She could have gone to her mom, but she knew that her mom was not a woman of faith. Probably, it will kill her. Uh, maybe this this uh, particular situation it requires serious environment. Why would Elizabeth doubt that Mary you are pregnant? Why would Elizabeth say Mary this one? I don't think you. Maybe you had a dream. Mary, this is a medical problem. Why would after she had hey, she herself has received such a she was a certified buried woman. So a certified buried woman and a woman who is, who, who has not had a man. Yet they are virtually the same. They are not all supposed to get pregnant. It's just like a blind man in the dark, so a blind man in the light, and a seeing man in the dark. No difference. They, are, they can't see anything, both of them. <laughs> Somebody's blessed. Let me add one more for faith. So, to release your faith means your confession, your alliance, your association, and your expectation. Expectation. Expect that this thing is going to happen. Uh, you see, you have to lock yourself, lock the expectation uh, into place so that you can't change your mind about this expectation. It doesn't matter how long it takes. You have made up your mind that this is going to work. And throw the key away. Some of you didn't get what I mean. A typical example. They say, lady, I don't think you'll get married though. And you've checked and it's like it's statistically proven that no one in your family gets married. So you can't get married. And you have now passed the age. So, and you have received a prophetic word. You have believed it. Okay. Yeah, expecting that it's going to happen. Lock your expectation. I'm expecting nothing to change it. And then that key, throw it away. So it doesn't matter. You can grow to be 80. You are still expecting to be married. Because that expectation has come to stay. You can't change your mind again. It's too late. You have locked yourself into that mood and thrown the key away. I'm not saying bury your head in your sand. No. I'm not, I'm, all I'm saying is that lock yourself into the expectation because God said it and that's what you're expecting. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter. The Bible says that the Lord is our present help in time of trouble. Even if the head be removed, we will not be afraid. So when he uses people who are close to you to, 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 to discourage you and realize it's not working, then you use your employer. You realize it's not working. You use your financial situation. You realize it's not working. You use your accommodation. You realize it's not working. You use your certificate. You realize it's not working. Then you use church people. You realize it's not working. You use every means. And I'm telling you, when we come to church, the devil comes to look for some people he can use. But most of such people avoid them. It's in your Bible. Read it. Say, avoid such people. I think it's Romans chapter 16, 16, verse 17, or something like that. I think so. Say, mark them. And when you see them coming, stay away. When you see their phone, ah, cut it. <laughs> you see that? Mark them. You use the word mark them. So their phone number, save it with their name. Put asterisk. Mark them. <laughs> 
Someone get you something. Someone get you what I'm saying. All right. So let's get out of this. So expectation. See expectation. So number two. So number one, how do you get prophet enter into a prophetic word? Number one, faith. And number two, affiliation. Say affiliation. Affiliation. This is so important. Listen to this. I don't want you to miss this. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. God told Abraham, called in verse 2 and 3 particularly, and I'll bless them that bless thee, and I'll curse them that curse thee. So, because I'm blessing you, I'm working this, anyone who is connected to you is going to have an impact on him. Affiliate yourself. It's, It's very important. When Mary saw that this is the kind of pregnancy I want, and then I have to give birth, she went and I'm sure she was seven. Do you know what? Very interesting thing. Do you know I realized that? She went to stay with Elizabeth till Elizabeth gave birth. Yes, yeah. So Elizabeth was six, pregnant for six months, went and stayed with her for three months. So she went to stay as long as the baby would come. She was waiting for the baby to come. She saw someone baby come, knowing that my own two will come. Do you understand what I'm saying? Connect yourself. Connect yourself. Connect yourself. Now, three things that you have to be affiliated to. Okay. Number one, the prophet. Say the prophet. The prophet. It says that Second Chronicles chapter twenty, verse twenty. It said that I rose and said, "Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe in His prophets, so you shall prosper." Now, when he said the word prophets, there is not talking about. Just the prophetic word. The agents. Kingdom agents. Your connection to a kingdom agent will make a difference for you. So, men of God speak from their soul. When they begin to speak from the depth of their pleasure. That's why Bible said it clearly in Hebrews. In Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17. He says that, obey those who have rule over you, sister, brother. Obey them in church. This is God talking about. God, see what he said. Say, obey them that have rule over you and submit yourself to them. Submit yourself to them. In church, some people have been given the responsibility of having rule. Whether you like it or not, that's how God has set it. That's the way it is. They watch over your souls as they that must give account that they may do it. How are they supposed to do it? How is pastor supposed to pastor you? With joy. Do you understand that? Allow me to do my job. I'm not looking for your coat. I'm not looking for your money. Why? Because if they don't do it with joy, listen, look into the last point, put it back there. For it is unprofitable for you. If someone is pastoring and is doing spiritual work over your life, he has, he has been giving assignment over you, and the person is doing it, and you are making it hard for him, it is not a blessing. It's not profitable. That's what the Bible said. When you connect to a, a, a prophet, the agent of God, it releases something to your life. He said, I'm writing this thing to you not because I need something from you. Philippians chapter 4, verse 17 and 18 and 19. He said, not that God, I need something from you, but I want something that will abound to your account. Everyone has got an account in heaven, and you have to keep loading. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Your account. Say my account. My account. It's so important you understand that I'm not teaching you something we don't practice. Yeah. All right. Connect to the prophet. Connect to a prophetic, and it's not even only your pastor. Maybe sometimes you, you know 
a man of God who is heavy. Listen, listen, listen to this very carefully. It's important. You sow into an anointing. It's important. You sow into an anointing. And then there are times you may sow to honor someone. The person may not have any unique anointing. But because of the honor, you sow to honor him. Don't twist the hand of God. Walk with God. He knows how he will fulfill the word. He knows how he will do it. Walk with God. Walk with God. How do you get it done? Prophetic. How do you step into the prophetic? Prayer. Someone shout prayer. Prayer. Shout prayer. Prayer. In Genesis chapter 32, verse, um, verse 9 and 12, I think so. Genesis chapter 32, verse 9 and 12. Oh, God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, the Lord which said to me, do you see that? The prophetic word, he took it into prayers. He said, Lord, you said to me, it's what you said, I'll go back home to your kindred and I'll deal well with you. But I'm trying and Esau is coming to kill me. He had a very serious crisis. I went to God and prayed, said, Lord, you said to me, go back to God. Use it as a prayer topic. When you hear, you hear a prophetic word, that's, that's, after shouting, it's very important. That's how you connect. Start by saying, amen, amen. Amen is not to encourage the preacher. It's just to connect yourself to the blessing. All right. So when you shout amen, you are connecting yourself. After that, write it down and make it a prayer topic. Make it a prayer topic. God, you said to me, look at verse 12. Verse 12. And thou said, you see, he's going to God. And thou said, and thou said, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the son of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. So he went to God in prayer. Are you ready to pray? Yes. <laughs> Those of you are right, you know, right, prayer is the key. Right, prayer is the key. Please, if you pray, pray the prophetic word. What God has said. Go to God in prayer. Repeat the word he said. Go to him in his word with the word. Go back with the prophetic word. But don't just say, oh God, the man of God said it. And that's all. You are waiting for it to happen. Do you understand that? There's power in the prophetic word. There's power in the prophetic word. You are next in line for a miracle. You are next in line for a miracle. Did you believe that? Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.